What's good, everybody? Welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. You all right over there, Mobley? I am. Seem focused on something else. Feel good? I'm, yeah, I'm good. All right, relax. <laughs> what? I'm not unrelaxed. You talking about relax? I'm just looking at my email real quick. How was your day? It was good. Good. It was good. I kept my light on. So I was wanting to turn it off just a little bit. Yeah. Always do. You always do. All right, so we're going to move forward. You see, I always do. So we always do. Oh. We always do every now and then, but we keep it on. Thank Jesus. Um, we're going to move forward. Let's move forward, baby. So today we're going to be talking. So first of all, I want to talk about if y'all, y'all miss date night. I, I don't know why y'all keep missing date night. My Lord. Was, we had a fantastic time. It was great. Mm-hmm. Stop missing date night. Y'all better get, get on. Tighten up. We had some new couples to come in. Everybody was new. Mm-hmm. Except James and Allison. They kept trying to play all the games that they knew all the answers to. And win and, and wanted to win. They just go win everything. But we as we move forward. We really did. It was good. We had a couple come from Atlanta. Um, I can't remember the exact area. But um, they made a weekend of it. And so for us, that's we are truly humbled because people don't have to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was good stuff, man. Y'all come on. Next one will be in March. It's gonna mm-hmm. be pretty big, so follow through. Look out for when we putting the tickets on sale again. It's gonna be different though. We're gonna have it at a um a bigger location. So we're gonna have a conference room, it's gonna be big. We're gonna have a live singer. Uh that we gonna have we gonna have a DJ too. It's going to be some dancing going on. You want me to be the DJ? It's going to be some dancing going on. So, we we'll have a live singer. I'll be DJ Red. Mm-mm. But, so, we're going to get started. Let's get started, baby. Tonight, it's Ask the Mobleys. So, we're going to get started with the, you got a snack. You going to be able to read the questions or you want me to mm-hmm. read? I don't want I you to I always got a snack. Y'all, I got some popcorn, some Christmas popcorn with the some turtle popcorn. It's real nice too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll be able. Go ahead. I don't want you to choke or nothing while you're reading. You know, last time you was eating and talking. All right. So you want me to do the first one? Sure. Okay. Cool. Did I say greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings? I, I didn't. I have to get focused. I'm so, I'm so chill right now, y'all. Um, until I forgot to say it. My apologies. We want to thank y'all for joining us. Great evening, um, mob stars and patrons. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new, make sure you go to our website, momentswithemobleys.com, and you know, just look at the site, check it out, learn about us. Um, our links for our YouTube is there, um, where all our video, our audio as well. Cause we started it with just audio. Um, we are on all social media outlets as moments with the Mobleys, except for Twitter. Um, on Twitter, we're Mobley moments. Um, I think we're still on Twitter. I know there's been a lot of stuff going on on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so, uh, make sure you go to YouTube, like, share it. Um, Facebook, like, share it all. Just like and share it. Hit the button on YouTube notification, the bell mm-hmm. for notification. See when the um, so you can be notified when the episodes come out. Share it with your family and your friends and stuff like that. But we appreciate y'all. We really, really do. Um, we had an a jam packed week last week as well as weekend. Um, I know Johnny told me to get started. But I was kind of like, just real chill for some reason. You was. 
Um, we celebrated our um, one of our twins, her husband. Our twins turned 30 on the 7th. And so one of their, um, one, the one that's married, because one's married, one's engaged, her, her husband threw her a surprise birthday party on Friday. And then Saturday was our youngest daughter's baby shower. Left right from there, went to date night and then church. Um, we had some special activities on Sunday and all that good stuff. And, um, yeah, all that good stuff. Shout out to our apostle and his wife. They're doctors. They're doctors. They're doctors. So we celebrated and we had a good time. It was a long weekend, y'all. However, great things are happening and it's all worth it. So let's go. You said where I got all that energy from? You started dancing. I didn't. I, I'm just. You want to know? You want me to tell them? No, what I'm... no, okay. I don't. This stick. This is the PM, PG, PG. You oh. got me studying. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and you know, Allison, she. She go, reddens easily. She go try to pardon her, pardon herself from it. Right. Okay. So here, here go, here goes. You're so beautiful, Mo. <laughs> I love you. Well, I love you too, baby. Okay. My husband and I are in our mid-40s. This is the first question. Um, the lady found out that her husband is taking an erectile dysfunction pill. What you call it, Johnny? Hmm? Velvet? Not Velvet. <laughs> What you finna say, Velveeta? <laughs> no, Velveeta ain't gonna help it. What's the name of the pill? Viagra. Viagra. Oh, my Lord. Velveeta. Velveeta, Velveeta cheese. Well, y'all can call it that. Velveeta. Okay, she found him in, this, in his closet. He isn't aware that she knows about it. And it says she notices that he can't perform without them. Oh. Excuse me. It said recently, it seems. That he doesn't desire sex anymore. Last month, they only had sex two times. She tries to initiate it, but it's awkward because he seems to not want to be intimate. Oh, she said she don't know what to do. Is it? She said, is it me? Is it his age and him dealing with you know ED, um, erectile dysfunction? Is my marriage in trouble now? Thirteen days in November, and he seems to not care one bit about sex. In his 20s and 30s, he wasn't like this at all. Oh, and I tried talking about the ED, but I wasn't direct with saying that it is ED. I didn't want to embarrass him. His reply was, I'm good. It ain't nothing wrong with me. Hmm. Yeah, something going on. Something is wrong. So it, I feel like some parts are missing out of this. Um, he's 40. I'm not sure what has happened medically to him but um it's a lot of things this can actually be um being overweight um stress um cigarettes it's a lot of different things that it can be that's just off the top of my head um it's more things but the side <laughs> effects yeah from meds too so hmm. yeah i don't I don't think he's been, he's dealing with what's going on in his body. I kind of think he, um, his manhood could possibly be on the line. So I, I, I'm not positive if he thinks that him being able to perform is a, which most men feel like being able to perform is a huge part of being a man and it's not it's a small percentage of it mm -hmm. so um yeah i i don't i feel like there's some more stuff missing from this you can you can kind of pinpoint what's what's going on with him by what's been happening you know between his 20s 30s and then 40s what has actually happened so, um, I don't believe that is you is the reason why he don't want to have sex. Um, I think it's him. I think it's him and him feeling like, you know, for whatever reason he can't perform 
that you're going to see him less than a man if he tells you that. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to tell you that. That's why he was hiding it from you. And prayerfully, he's not hiding why he has ED from you um, or what may have caused it. So I don't believe it's you. I think y'all, I don't know if he's going to go to see a counselor or not. This is a a very vulnerable place for a man to be sensitive to. Yeah, so when a man, especially when we live life and don't expect certain things to happen, when they happen, mm-hmm. you don't know how to respond to it. But um, I would say continue to be supportive. It, it's not you. I I, I don't believe. I don't believe that it's the wife. I, I do believe it's him and he's in his head and that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And he is hiding it, you know, because he don't want to see, he don't want to be He don't want to talk about it. Yeah. He don't want to be embarrassed. I want you to see him different as not being a man. And I mean, I don't know if he watched the podcast or not, but being a man has absolutely nothing to do with your sex part. It's a small percentage. With your member. Yeah, it's a small percentage of what a man is. So, there's so many other things a man is. He's a a protector, a, um, a visionary. Um, a provider, a provider, a friend, a your confidant, friend, and when you get mature to a place, you know you can. You also a nurturer, so it, it's so many different things that a man is than just sex. So, if he is listening to this, I would I would definitely say talk, talk to your wife. I don't think she's gonna. I don't believe that she would belittle you or see you as less than a man. She still wants to be with you, and the only way this can be resolved is if y'all talk about it and she know how or know how she can support you or how she can help you in this situation. Right. It's it's yeah, but it's it's not. Being a man, it's a small percentage. The sex part is a small percentage of it. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, if, you know, you do sound like you are a woman who is very concerned because you want to be intimate with your husband and that's not happening. And so, you know, instead of maybe, you know, instead of maybe like you said, you kind of tried to bring it up without bringing it up. And so, of course, he's not going to, you know, voluntarily say, well, yeah, you know, I know you're talking about me, it's me. But I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's y'all have been, um, did it say how long? No, it doesn't say how long they've been married, but you know, she referenced, you know, the twenties and the thirties, he wasn't like that. So it makes me think that y'all got some time in, you know? Yeah. Um, and within longevity within the marriage. And so at this point, I don't know, you know, I don't know what your um, communication style is. I don't know as far as, you know, if y'all communicate often or have had something like real deep like this um, cause the lack of intimacy or the lack of um, relation in y'all marriage. And so for me, you know, I would maybe even encourage you to like have a conversation with him, like sit down with him and say, babe, I just, you know, need to speak from my heart because I desire to be with you. That, you know, that's the way God created marriage to be. And I'm, you know, I miss you and I miss us, you know, being intimate and being close and, you know, is, you know, is it, and I know you, you probably like Johnny said, it has nothing to do with you, but you know, even to the point of how can I help, you with what's going on because yeah. I did find, you know, pills in the closet. You know, I, I want us to talk about it because I want you to know that I'm here to support you. Yeah. I want you to know that I'm here. 
Um, and, and I'm, you know, I love you and I'm concerned about you because I know that you didn't tell me because you probably felt like, you know, like you said, you thinking that I would look at you a different, different way yeah. or a certain way. But I feel like the true test of marriage comes along, Johnny, when you have to deal with situations as sensitive and, you know, because yeah. um, it's, it's like it's, it's touchy as this is when you true when the when the you know when the strength of the relationship is really tested yeah when it comes to an illness or um this type situation that that would happen um in a marriage and especially if you're younger and you meet at a younger age and then you grow together and then you you know you have these situations come up and you know i think we mentioned it before when you got sick and you had to, you know, take your medical leave, for me, that was like, it kind of threw me for a loop for a minute. Like, for real. Of course, I bounced back real quick because I went into, I'm going to take care of my man mode. Yeah. But because I have, ne- I had never seen, even though that it wasn't this, you were still in a vulnerable place. Yeah. Because you didn't know what was going on. So you was dealing with that in your own way. And I was still trying to, you know... Um, make sure we found the right cuff and pressure cuff and making sure that you had, you know, all the meds that you need and making sure that you were okay and making sure that, you know, like you said, I think those first couple of days I was running around, yeah. you know, like a mad woman tr- going from store to store and doing, you know, just, but just trying to make sure that everything was okay. But that's because of, you know, how much I love you and I'm, I'm, I was con- and am, you know, concerned about you. And so I wanted to make sure that you were okay. And so that's what it is. Just let him know you want to make sure that he's okay. Because at the end of the day and at the beginning of the next, if something does happen and you're on, he's unable to perform, you know, sexually, because I believe that putting, you know, him, if, if he's, if he has to take that to perform and he's not sharing it with you, um, more than, like you said, he is not wanting to, you know, y'all having sex maybe what, twice a month. Um, or the the last month you said y'all only had it two times a month. For me, I I would want him to know, and I think I've told this to Johnny before. Listen, if something you know, I know I ain't no spring chicken no more, and you know you ain't no <laughs> stud the stallion. You know we wonder. I'm steady. You, you, you steady, baby. I'm steady. You steady. But, of course, we talk <laughs> about how, you know, when you were in your teens and your 20s, you know, man, oh. people got other things they be thinking about and doing. And your body besides, through a lot of right, stuff. Right, besides man. hopping yeah. on each other every day, all day long, when like when we was teenagers. But at the end of the day, believe it or not, there are other things so, like, tell him, like, if you having challenges and issues, you know, l- l- let me go to the doctor with you or let's go to the doctor. Let's figure out what's going on with your baby. And if you already know, like, share it with me because I am concerned about you because there are other ways. If the members having issues, there are other ways. <laughs> and I, I would say Viagra is not a, a healthy drug to take. Right. It, it takes a toll on your body. Yeah. Your heart and stuff. So, um, uh, beetroot pills is a natural way that um, something that you can take. Any type of beet, the beets by itself, beets powder, beets um, root, but it has to be that. That's another way that you can it help with ED. Viagra is not healthy. It's it's just not, so I don't know if that's what he was taking. I'm I'm almost positive he didn't go to the doctor, and like get a a healthy prescription of something to to actually use. But um, yeah, I agree with everything Deidre says. If he knows that you're going to support him, because it's an it's yeah for a lot of men it's, it is embarrassing, and but it's not. It's not the totality of who you are as a man. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, and that's that's for every man who's listening right to keep that in mind. It's not a totality of who you are as a man. Sex, yes, is important. Being intimate with your wife is important. It's more to it than that. A lot more.
That's all I got. Okay. All righty. So, moving on to the next question. The young lady starts it out by saying, "Was your husband's hand was your husband hands on when your children were newly born?" I just had a baby eight weeks ago, and my husband feels like since he has to get up and go to work in the morning that he shouldn't have to wake up for middle of the night feedings. But I am exhausted. How can we better transition into this new phase of life? This is both of our first child. Sister said, with our first marriage, with our first marriage, with our first daughter. I'm about to say, we, what happened? You finna expose something that I didn't know about? You was married before? With my first marriage, with my oldest big daddy. <laughs> with our first child, of course, we were in separate households because we weren't married. And then with our second child, we were, again, we're in separate households because we weren't married. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I think Paige was some months old when we moved in together. And we got married shortly after. And Johnny was very hands-on because when I moved in to my apartment, at this point we lived about 45 minutes to an hour away from each other. And we were already engaged. And I asked him, like, you know, like, quit your job. Come stay down here. Um, I work a night shift. Um, and so you stay with the kids at night. I work. I make enough, you know, when we, whenever we need to make the transition to you working, then we'll do that. But for right now, you know, I got us. And so he was very hands-on. Again, Paige was still, Paige wasn't a year old yet. When we got pregnant with the twins, we were, of course, married in our own place. Um, and Johnny was very hands-on. Very, very. As a matter of fact, we had one crib on one side of the bed and the other crib on the other side of the bed. Yeah. He had his baby and I had mine. And there were times when he was tired and I would know it because his baby would still be crying because Bridget and Brittany were pretty much on the same schedule. Yeah, And, just and I would get up and feed my baby and... <laughs> I would get up and just put the empty bottle back in her mouth. Because I'm like, you, you should need to go to sleep. You got eight. Oh. Go to sleep. And then the baby crying, and I'm, your baby crying, and I'm going, well, that ain't my baby because my baby is fed and, and pamper is dry. And I'm looking over, and I can't remember who was who had who. I don't either. But I, look, I looked at, sir, sir, why is your baby crying? What's going on? She ain't on eight. No, she, she ain't eight. Uh-uh. She need to go to sleep. Don't do that to my baby. Go and find <laughs> out what's going on. But you were. He was very, very hands-on. And even with um, the last one, Janisha. Now, Janisha was my spoiled child. I will admit it. Janisha slept on me for the first several months. Yeah. And that she came home. Like, literally slept on my chest. And, and she's, if she could, she probably would still do it to this day. Probably. Probably because she still thinks she's an only child. Um, but Johnny was very, very, very hands on. Um, so I don't think it was ever to the point. And I was actually the, the, the a stay at home mom. So Johnny worked, got up and went to work. But he also did, you know, did some night feedings as well. He had, like I say. Yeah. Yeah. So this 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 right here, sir, baby, let's talk because. I'm tired and I know that you work and I appreciate all that you do, my love. I need I need you to help with the night feeding so I can get some sleep. Or what I do as a mom of um all my all my daughters, I go to their homes. And is it is if they want it, for I avail myself for at least a week after they have their kids. And I go and it's for me to, you know, because if the husbands have taken time off, which all of them have, um, but I'm there to do what they need me to do. If it's, um, you know, make meals, if it's to, um, if they want me to, you know, handle, you know, the baby in the middle of the night or however, um, I'll do that too. But mainly it's just to, especially if they have um, other kids. This is the first time I did it with with them having other kids. Well, no, when Brittany had um, uh, Tristan first and then Todd. But um, so I avail myself to help with that, so it won't be a stress and a strain on both of them. Yeah. 
uh, so as, they can as, find yeah, their footing. Find their footing. Yeah, I'm not there to invade their space, but I'm there to add to and to help. You know where where it's needed, but most definitely Johnny was hands on. So it it requires a whole conversation. Yeah. Um, and hopefully he, you know, maybe just didn't. Let me see something because I don't want to well, say me, the wrong thing. Let Go me ahead. Say this. Go ahead. <clears throat> this is again about the man. Oh no! I say he feels like. Since he got to get up and go to work, he's not doing no night yeah. things. That that's oh. your child. The man has to bond with his child too. At yeah. the end of the day, so it it can't be looked at as like a burden. It has to be looked at as him taking part in his child growing up, and that's just what it needs to be. So um, yeah, y'all have to get on. Y'all have to find your rhythm in this. And hopefully, you know, he's not the caveman type of thing. You stay home and have the babies and he go out and work. Because that's not, that shouldn't be what it is. Um, but, yeah, y'all have to find y'all rhythm. And like Dita said, y'all got to talk about it. Then you just got to, it got to be some changes that's made. And, yeah, if it's not every night, he need to give you at least two two nights out of the week that you sleep. Period. It's one baby. And most of the time, when they cry, you feed them, you change their pamper, they go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he needs to he needs to get up. My my whole thing with being hands on with my girls was because I wanted to be a part of their life in as much as I possibly can could at the time. So I wanted to be the dad that you know had did hair if I needed to, uh, you know paint fingernails or they paint my finger, whatever the case was, I wanted to be a part of their life. And I wanted to have, I wanted to have a special part to where they saw me as their father, you know, that we shared together. And you, you can't, that can't, that can't be, it has, it has to be spending time with them. It, yeah. it just is. It can't. It, I can't. It can't be nothing else. It don't. It doesn't matter about the money or anything. It has to be spending time with them. And now, when they babies, that's the, that's a, a pivotal time to spend time because, that's when you connect with your child. So yeah, he needs to. He needs to do that. I mean, I. You gonna have to talk to him again, and just. Excuse me. Let him know that he he has to, he needs to, you need his help. Don't go and say, you know, Mr. Johnny, you know, was a hands-on father because everybody's different, right? But you need to, baby, I need help. You need to tell him you need help. <clears throat> and y'all both sleep. first, first, both time, you know, first-time parents. Yeah, yeah. So let him know that you need help. Let him know that if you need help. And also, if you you got a sister or you know mom or anybody that could help you rotate those shifts, mm. if maybe you know I'm not and I'm not gonna say, well he did say that he feel like because I was gonna say I was trying to you know give y'all an option to help if his schedule was crazy or whatever, but he let the words come out of his mouth that he feel like him getting up and going to work is enough. Mm. Well, sir, you know you were a part of making the baby too. And and let me just say this. You can't say it's enough if your partner is saying that it's not. Mm-hmm. That part. You have to listen to what your wife is telling you. You did not have a baby. Your body did not go through what her body went through. Mm-hmm. So she needs rest. She ain't asking yep. you to be up every night. She just asking you to, to take part. So you need to you need to Humble yourself, bro, and and get in there and get be a part of that. Yeah, you just need to support and and help your wife. Period. Period. Want to go to the next one? Sure. Okay, we can squeeze another one in. You want? To, I got a short one, but it's short and powerful. Or I got a long one. Which which one you want? You pick it. Okay. I don't know what the short and powerful thing was about. But, you know. 
For better or for worse. But how long do you live in worse before you just give up? That's it. It ain't no explanation. It ain't no story behind it. That's it. That's why I say it's short and powerful. Yeah. Well, whoever this person is. For better or for worse. But how long do you live in worse before you just give up? And that sounds like a person who's ready to give up. Yeah. Hmm. That stomp your mold? A little bit. So Especially because you you really don't have like there's nothing else with this story. Because the worst could be, of course, if the worst is you being abused in any way, form, fashion, we don't even play to play by that. But, you know, some people's worse is measured more than other people's worse. Yeah. So. Well, let me say this, because we wasn't given a lot of information on that. So let me say this. Well, none. No information. <clears throat> the worst... The worst part of what your perception of the worst part of your marriage right now is a is a process. And if you pull out of the process before you finish it, then you won't get to the better part of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody in their marriage trying to find a rhythm together they go through stuff and while you going through stuff you got life stuff happening you got job stuff happening you got parent stuff happening you got kids stuff happening you got a lot of different stuff happening while you trying to still find your rhythm with your wife or your husband so the only way you get good at doing it is that you stay in it and you come up with solutions to actually Get it to the better part. What it can't be is you clocking in and clocking out. This marriage thing is a lifestyle. So you have to live your life as if y'all are one. So I don't, I, I can't go no further than that because I don't know what the worst is. Just like Diva said, if there's any type of abuse, then we don't, we don't rock with that. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever's the abuser needs to go find help because they abuse their spouse because they are less than. They feel like they're less than, and they, it's trauma. It's from trauma. So, but I would say this: I don't know how we don't know how many years you've been married. We don't know if you got kids. We don't know about all this stuff, but. At the end of the day, we don't know if it's finances or if it's infidelity or if it's abuse. We don't know what it is. But if it's just everyday life stuff, if he not keeping a job or she not cooking or y'all not having sex or, yeah, that's that's a part of the marriage. That's that's a part of the marriage. And that's the, that's a process. That an individual got to get through to get to the other side. So, I don't know if I answer your question or not. Because of the information that we got. So, Yeah, or the lack of. Yeah. But I, I will say our, you know, I know what our worst was. And I know what God did for us. And so, you know, we, we talked to Don't some couples. Right now, because you, you know, I don't want you to choke while you talk. I'm not. And I just dropped it on the floor. You can probably leave it down there because you want me to leave it alone. But as I was saying, I don't know. <laughs> Did you just leave my bag on the floor? No, I picked it up. Oh. Um, it's on the bottom shelf. Again, I don't know what your worst is, but, um, you know, just ask God to give you clarity yeah. on what needs to happen. If y'all can't get counseling, if it's not, you know, like I said, as far as um, any type of abuse and stuff like that, um, we we don't condone it. We don't encourage it. No parts of it. But like I said, you know, y'all pretty much know 
you know, we've been through ups and downs and highs and lows and ins and outs. And I want to be with you. I don't know about you. I don't like you. I love you, but I don't like you and all these things. But, you know, you have to evaluate what your what your worst is and how long you've been in it. And, you know, if there's no turnaround, I think the thing for us that helped us the most is that we sat down and came to the conclusion that we were going to work our butts off to build our relationship and, and first and foremost with the Lord's help. And we was going to put the, the, the action behind it. And so that's what we did. And yeah. here we are now. So you, you can't, you can't do this. The relationship, the marriage, you can't do that without God. You can't. You can't. And why cannot, can't you say? You cannot do it without God. You cannot custom make something that God created. So at this time, if you're going through heartache and different things and you're in your worst, like you said, then go to God in prayer. Just pray. Ask him for a solution. Ask him for guidance. Ask him to help you heal your heart. What you you pray for your husband, but or you pray for your wife, but don't pray for them to change because that's not what your prayers need to be about. Your prayers need to be about you. And if you become better, then you can affect your spouse to become better. If that makes sense. So I'm going to leave it there because I feel like I was going to go a little deeper, but I'm not. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we do have time for this last one. The last one says, what are thoughts on a house husband? Any marriages function like that? How does it work out for you? What was that conversation like? My husband doesn't work. I wanted him to, but he does cook, clean, grocery shop, take care of the baby, and does pretty much anything needed. He has sort of morphed into a house husband unofficially, and I don't know how to feel. I make more than enough to sustain the household finances, but parts of me likes the thought of my man working and the other part doesn't mind him not working since things around the house are getting done. But he is working. It's something I constantly go back and forth with about, and maybe because it's so taboo in society. So it'd be great to hear others' thoughts. Thanks. So in this moment, I'm going to say this. Y'all are creating a perfect recipe for y'all relationship. If this is what works for y'all right now, then what's the problem? Right. You're not saying that he's home playing video games. He ain't cleaning. He ain't cooking. The kids look crazy when you come home. You ain't said that. You say he handling business. Mm -hmm. So because he's not earning money does not mean he's not working mm-hmm. just like Deidre said so it's a partnership so if, if right now it's, it's feasible and it makes sense for your relationship for your marriage your family for you to work and for him to be home then I don't understand what the problem don't create a problem where there's no problem just don't and it sounds like she kind of want him to be the knight in shining armor and she want him to provide. But obviously y'all chose this route for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it probably won't be like this for your entire life. But you go through seasons when certain things work. Yeah, society says a man's supposed to work and a woman's supposed to clean and all that. Bonk that, that we don't roll with that. Whatever works for your relationship. Whatever works for your marriage. Create the perfect... The only way you can do that is is create the perfect recipe for your relationship. This recipe seems to be working for y'all. So what's the problem? Yep. And it sounds... And I'm going to tell you how... I'm going to just be real with it. It sounds like somebody in her ear saying something. You think so? Yeah. Because if it's working... If it's working... Then somebody saying, "Well, it just don't make sense for your man to be home, and I mean, you the you the provider, that don't make sense." But it might not make sense to them, but it makes sense to y'all. So y'all need to work that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so did you maybe voice that you didn't want the baby to go to daycare? So, you know, you say it's, it's, it's turned into this, but you giving him accolades because he's do, he's doing it all. Clean, cooking, cleaning, cooking, cleaning, cooking, taking shop, the kids. Taking care of the baby. Yeah. So and pretty much change? do anything needed. Yeah. If you, if he was working, then that would, would you be, that would, that is what you would be doing. So right. I don't. Yeah, so, but if this is what's working right now, we say go for it. Yeah. We 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 do nothing. We did nothing. Based on original. what people think. Yeah, we did nothing but society original of what people thought we should do raising our kids in our household. It nothing. We had to create our our recipe that worked for us. And our recipe don't work for everybody. But if that recipe works for you... Rock that and keep moving. Just keep moving. Shoot, the man ain't home playing video games. He he handling business. <laughs> now, it'd be a totally different story if you're struggling. He won't cook. He won't clean. He wants you to take the baby to the daycare so he can stay home and not cook, not clean. Like Johnny said, play video games. The house is a mess. It's a wreck. You know, stuff is all over the place, and you're the sole provider. Yeah, it's it's okay to create, you know, y'all's own recipe and be okay with it. And if yeah. somebody's in your ear, tell them to back up. Yeah, what works for you's you? Too close. What works for you is not gonna work for nobody else. Right. That is just not. Right. What works for me and my wife, it ain't gonna work for nobody else. And the reason why is because there's only one Johnny Mobley Jr. and there's only one Dieter Mobley Jr. There's only Period. one, one. So what one works lesson. for us, nobody else can take that and use it in there because it's for us. And for a couple months, you were a house dad. We, we, we weren't married yet, so you weren't a house husband. Yeah. But you were a house dad. And I stayed home, and I yeah. took care of the kids, and I cooked, and I cleaned. A little bit of house that we had at the time, and, you know, I did all that stuff. And you took care of me. And- yep. All that stuff. So, I mean, it is what it is. But you got to, if it works for you, then let it work for you. Yeah. And if somebody's in your ear, that's the only thing I can say. She says something every now and then she feels like she would want her man to work. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he working. Says he, says he working. Yeah. Trust me. So. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. That was it. Oh. Yeah, like for real, create this this the the perfect recipe for your relationship, not the recipe that Mama them gave or given, or you know your homegirl throwing her twenty cents in. Create it, and it sounds like y'all already have it, but be confident in it because if it's working for you, you say you make more than enough to take care of y'all. Yeah, and you ain't coming home, you ain't cooking, you ain't cleaning. You spending time with your family. You spending time with your man. You spending time with the kids. He handling it. So, yeah, don't create a problem where it's not a problem. That's a that's a stereotype. Yeah, that that's a stereotype that the man supposed to work and the woman. You got to do what works for your family, your relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. And we're strong believers in that. So, if the man is home and he's a house father, do your thing, bro. That's you a right. house husband, do your thing, bro. Yeah. And come home and reward that man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. So that's funny. My come wife. We, we go, we go, we go leave now because you seem like you you um you a little hungry because you was eating this stuff, so I gotta go feed you. What you gonna feed me? This has been Moments with the Listen, Mobius. Listen, guys. It, hopefully, we've said something to help. He's you so crazy. You know, I you know I just got to ask you that, just so you can give me some clarity. Some chicken or some chicken. So so, um, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for vibing with us. To all these people um, who are having issues, we wish you the best. We firmly believe that a situation can. Um, be worked out 
you know, if it's going to the extreme, like we said, as far as violence and all that stuff, of course, no, we don't, we don't condone that. But if there's stuff that's going on in the relationship, communication, lack of it, um, you can't get clear on things. So the, the lines of communication aren't open because y'all not understanding each other. There's a, you know, some stuff that's out of whack because of that, you know, get you a, get y'all a counselor. We believe, and we'll say this forever. We believe in Jesus and in counseling too. Yeah. Go and find a third party that can actually help y'all facilitate y'all conversation and help y'all to kind of slow y'all down and teach y'all new techniques of ways to actually communicate with one another. Yeah. And, and try to find a, a, a healthy solution to your, to your problems. Because it's far. I think for me, the only one where I'm like, hmm, is when she say, "How long is you know, being in the worst, you know, too long?" Or I just he, think, huh? Or he, because we don't know. Or who he, it was. yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, um, I wouldn't have known that things could get better for us if they weren't at first, at first, you know, or at some point worse. And so, for for whatever reason, you know, I I trusted God, you know, when our worst came, when the worst of the worst came, uh, you know, I we trusted God. I trusted God to to hear Him clearly when He, you know, um, spoke to me as far as about knowing that my marriage wasn't over, because we believe it now, and we'll believe it forever and always, and we've always. Knew it, but we believe it even greater now that there's nothing that he can't that's impossible for him. Yeah. And so whatever your issue it is, and nine times out of ten, Johnny, and we find found this time and time again. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and there was a misunderstanding with her and her husband a long time ago. And, you know, they they've had the conversation about the situation, you know, several times. But I think maybe they they were communicating maybe a little, their communication was a little out of sync yeah. and, and out of whack. And until they finally had like a conversation where the other one listened to understand and then she, he or she, you know, she listened to understand and he listened to understand instead of both of them listening and being ready to respond. Yeah. And so they were able to finally, you know, she was finally able to get down to the, the, the matter of the thing to say, oh, so you never really understood, you know, the situation that I was trying to explain to you of of what the core thing was um, or the root of that thing was that was a conflict between me and you. And they were finally able to come to that. And that was years later. So it, it it takes time. And most of this stuff, that's what we find out is usually is communication. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, when you hear, it goes in your ears, and your ears are the ear gate, but your, your hearing is also in your mind. So if you have a perception, a, a pre-perception of what you think is going to happen or what used to happen or what happened in your past or what happened in your past relationships – by the time it get here, once it gets here, it it shifts. So you got to really focus on what the yeah. person is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our couples, the one of the couples that we we counsel now, um, you know, we when when these couples ask for our services, they get quite a bit of stuff, quite a bit of stuff. So one of the things that I will do. Is what we will do is tell our couples if the man needs to talk um, before a session or after a session or whatever the case is, then he can call me. And one of the husbands called me one day and he was upset because something was moved, you know, that he usually have someplace. And he already created a narrative in his mind of what he thought because of the past wife he had and they're both growing now. So he said, how do I need to handle this? And I told him, I said, have a conversation about it. Don't call on her job. Don't do none of that. When she gets home, 
have a conversation about it. Bring it up. Just ask her where it's at. And I guarantee you she probably got a reason of why she moved it. Yeah. And then when he found out, he did exactly what I told him. And once he found out the answer, he texted me and he said, bro, it was exactly what you said. She had a reason for moving it. Yep. And then he said, thank you for the advice. But that was something that he had in him already. But he didn't, because he wasn't familiar with with it, he called me for advice. So I pointed him and directed him in the right direction, and that's what happened. So with the communication, sometimes when you're growing and you're moving forward, you can't get rid of the stuff in your head. So when you hear stuff and it resembles some of the stuff that your spouse was doing in the past or how they was acting in the past, it registers here. And then here, out of here, is res- the response is usually from past stuff, mm-hmm. not the f- not the present stuff. Yeah. So you got to be careful, especially when you're growing and when you're getting counseling and when you're getting, getting coached, life coached, that you understand the communication is not just hearing using your ears as the ear gates. It's here. You got to hear them in your mind as well. Yeah. So I'm not going to go no further than that because I, I can go a little deeper, but I'm not. But the perception is everything. Yeah. The perception can change what you see, um, what you hear, how you speak. Yeah. It can change everything. Yeah. It can change everything. How you live, everything. So yeah. adjust here. Thank you, Mo. That'll help what comes out of here. Mm-hmm. And then you will understand more what goes in here. So I'm done. And this has been. So um to find us www.momentswiththemoblies.com um, All social media platforms. Um, if we have helped you, uh, help your relationship, your marriage in any way, tell a friend, y'all subscribe, follow us on all social, pl- social media platforms. And I think that's it. That's it. Momentswiththemoblies.com If you need to email us questions, Info, Info at momentswiththemobiles.com. Exactly. Consultation. You can book a free consultation on, through Instagram or Facebook or the website. Yeah. Yeah. So. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. This has been Moments with the Mobiles. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we still something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace. Night-night.